0: You're listening to the radio broadcast of Legacy Television with Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. Jeremy and Sarah founded Pearsons Ministries International based on three simple words found in Colossians 128, him, we preach. Their desire is to serve their generation with the Word of God, and we want you to be encouraged by this word today. Stay tuned in with us and enjoy this message.
1: Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons, and we are so glad to have you with us today here in the House of Faith. Several weeks ago on Legacy Television, I did a series of broadcasts we called Crossroads. And if you missed any of those, I encourage you to go back to the website or our podcast and pick up on those because the Lord said some amazing things to us and through us but I don't believe we were done with that. As a matter of fact, right now I wanna take you into a family night, which we had right here in this room, where Sarah and I spent some time together with our friends, our staff, our partners, some of our family in the Word of God, talking about some of these thing, same things. What do you do when you're at a crossroads, when you're at an intersection in life? when when there's a choice to be made, that's what an intersection is. It's where the paths meet and you decide which way you're going. The good news is the scripture says that's where wisdom is crying out. I want you to have the wisdom of God in the intersection that you're standing in in life right now. So get your Bible, get something to take notes with, and let's go right into family night and talk about wisdom at the intersection. I want to read something to you from the book of Colossians and you turn there with me if you would. It's from chapter one. And uh, this is significant because we have been praying this. It's a prayer that the Spirit of God inspired Paul to pray. It's something we've been praying over our lives. It's something we've been praying over the lives of our partners. And uh, I want you to put these words in your mouth uh, and make the decision that in this coming year, you are going to fill your heart and fill your mouth with these words right here. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, he said, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, Now, what he's talking about is word had gotten back to him that the people in this city and in this church loved each other, put faith in Jesus, and that they loved the word of God that was coming out of the ministry of Paul. And he said, ever since we heard it, we do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This goes on, but I want to center in on this verse tonight, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now again, this is a prayer, but it's in the word of God. God saw fit that this prayer end up in his holy and eternal written word. Why would the spirit of God inspire him to pray these words? Because this is what he wants to do. This is what he wants to do. This is why he would lead anybody to pray anything. He'd say, here, pray this. Why should I pray that? Cause that's what I want to do. That's what I want to happen. I need you to say it. I need you to pray it because when you say it and pray it, then I can do it. So here, pray this. And you say, well, you're putting words in my mouth. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. Let him, let him put his words in your mouth. And this prayer that he's praying is in response to people's faith and their love. And he says, I'm praying that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. Sometimes we we read over these things and especially when the Bible uses these words and makes these promises that are so big that your brain just sort of defaults to, you know, that's a metaphor or or that's, that's true in a sense. But I'm asking you tonight, take this literally. Believe every word of it. Believe that it's possible that you and I can and should be filled with the knowledge of His will. Filled with it. If you're filled with something, if a container of any kind is filled with something, filled to the full, how much room is there in that thing for anything else? None. There's no room left. Why? It's full. And it's possible for you and I to come to the place where we are filled to the full with what? The knowledge of His will. Do you realize how much confidence there is in that? Being filled, totally full, nothing else in you, but one thing, what God wants and that's filled with the knowledge of His will and and that can be applied at in any way across the spectrum, everything from what's the will of God for his kingdom in the earth? What's the will of God? What's he want uh, accomplished in the whole world? What's he want done? And, and make no mistake about it. He was and is and always will be about world domination. <laughs> that's what God is and is all about. So that's what we should be about, world domination. But just as much as God has a will for Mankind and humanity, and what he wants the kingdom to accomplish, and the lost to be saved, and, and people to be welcomed home to the family of God. He's also got a will for you on Tuesday afternoon at three thirty. How many know he's got something to say about it? At any place, at any time, he has something to say about you, about the kingdom, and about your place in it. And it's possible for you and I to be filled with that, filled with the awareness and the confidence of this is what God wants done. It's not just what he wants done in a general sense. It's what he wants done with me. It's what he wants done through me. It's where he wants me to be. It's who he wants me to be with. It's what he wants me to be doing. You can be filled with that. See, confusion is when there's too many things in the container. And then this container I'm talking about head and heart. And when there's a lot of different things in there, do I go this way? Do I go that way? Do I do this? Do I do that? How am I supposed to spend my time? How am I supposed to spend my money? Confusion undermines confidence, but you and I can come to the place where we are so filled with the knowledge of His will for our lives, that there's nothing but confidence in us, confidence in every step of faith that we take. Confidence that we are in the right place. Confidence that this is the right time. Confidence that these are the right people. Amen. These are big promises, but he didn't just stop with being filled with the knowledge of his will. Notice this next part in all wisdom. I want to talk more about that tonight, but he added to this at the end and spiritual understanding. You've probably figured out by now, if you've walked with the Lord any length of time at all, that there is a huge difference between understanding something spiritually and understanding something naturally. You've experienced that, right? You've probably experienced getting some sort of direction from the Lord. Well, what is that? That's the knowledge of His will. And then all of a sudden you're, brain chimes in and says, wait, wait, huh? What? No, there's no way. There's no way we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't go there. We can't spend this. We can't give that. Meanwhile, your spirits alive going, that's it. That's what I was waiting on. That's my direction. That's my answer. And your brains like, what? Huh? Huh? There's a big difference between understanding something spiritually and understanding something naturally and a wise person will speak up out of their spirit and say, shut up brain. You'll get it in a minute. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. But notice what he said. Here's a part of this, not just knowing what God wants done, but wisdom, how God wants it done. If you heard the expression before God's will, God's way, it's not just being filled with the knowledge of his will. That's a good thing, but there's a step after that. It's going to take the wisdom of God That's why the book of Proverbs says in chapter four, get wisdom. Remember that? Get wisdom, get understanding. In all you're getting, get it, get wisdom. Now that's, that's good news and other news. (laughs) I won't call it bad, but if the command to me and you is to get wisdom, evidently you don't have it. (laughs) You need it. But the good news is he wouldn't have told you to get it if it wasn't available. It's available. The wisdom that it takes to walk out the knowledge of the will of God for you, for your life and your family, it's available to you. It's not hiding from you. You need it and you can get it. And uh, if the instruction is to get it, the next question should be, okay, Lord, where is it? because if you're telling me to go get it, I'm on my way. I just need to know where it is. And I want to show you tonight from the book of Proverbs where we find wisdom. I just recently did a month's worth of uh, legacy television broadcast on some of this and I can't get away from it. And whatever you have at any point, Sarah, just jump in.
2: I I think that's the, over the years, that's the one thing that I've learned in receiving wisdom, how to recognize it. Because for me, hearing from heaven is like, it's like heaven hits my heart. And that's the only way I know to explain it, is that it's not, it doesn't come to my head, even though it can come in a thought but it hits my heart first it's like i get it in the core of who i am and it's that it's hitting the heart wisdom hits the heart not the head and and to me it it it's like this this infusion of joy that i see for the first time I get light for some, I've ha, I've been somehow in darkness, and I don't mean like really over into spiritual darkness, I don't mean it like that, but you know, there's times in your life where you sense, a, it's almost like a a knowing that I need a knowing, <laughs> a knowing that I need to see, a knowing that there's more light, that there's more to see, there's more revelation, there's more glory to behold. And a knowing that there's more, if you have that sense that there's something more, usually it means there is something more. And so for me, I get light and I get the joy and I get the hitting of the heart, you know? And, and all I'm trying to say by that is I can't always quite get it in my head. Sometimes even after I get it in my heart, my head will be like, oh, is that God? Oh, I don't know if that was God. Like when I first saw him preach, he, I, we had never met. And I, in my heart, I was thinking, this is my husband. This is my husband. This is, my heart was saying, this is my husband. And my head was saying, are you crazy? My heart was saying, this is your husband. And my head was saying, no, it's not. You're just, you just think he's hot. And my heart was like, no, this is your husband. But what that was is it's hitting the heart. And you have to know God. He's all heart and he's oh he's so tender and he he's touched with the same feelings that touch us and you can recognize him by the heart and that faith is of the heart it's not of the head. You may not even, you, you may think every day, I don't know how I'm gonna be healed. I don't know how I'm gonna receive this. I don't know how this money's gonna come to me when I need it. I don't know how I'm gonna pay this bill, blah, 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 blah. But your heart will be saying, by his stripes, I am healed. Your heart will be saying, no, my God is faithful. He will come through for me every time. And when it does, you have to grab hold of it by faith and say, no, my heart is telling me this. I don't care if my head's telling me this. My heart knows what is reality my heart knows what's true. Yeah.
1: And that's spiritual understanding. And it takes that to process the will of God. But you and I have got to come to the place where number one, we believe that it's possible to know the will of God. We've got to come to the place where we believe that it's not only possible, it's his will that we be filled with the knowledge of his will. And then just like Sarah's saying, learn to hear from the heart not try to process it with the head. If the knowledge of the will of God is what he wants done and his wisdom is how to do it, because that's what the word wisdom means. It means skill to be skillful. Understanding of it is, well, you could say it like this. It's the why. If you understand it, then you, you get why, but the natural man wants to answer why first, Here comes the the knowledge of the will of God. And most people, their first response is why? It's like a child. You ever got trapped in that conversation with a child before? Why? 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 And, uh, we had some friends of ours one time, uh, little bit older than us and had several kids, uh, older than ours. They've got grown kids now, but he said, you know, I never, I, I never minded my children asking me why as long as it was on the way to obedience, as long as it wasn't, uh, as long as the obedience wasn't contingent on knowing why. He said, I don't mind. I I don't get upset with them asking why. And sometimes the answer to why is because I said so, but I'm okay with you asking why, as long as it's on the way to obedience. But it requires having a heart that's open to grasping some of these things. I wanna talk about where we find the wisdom of God. And I want to read this to you from the book of Proverbs chapter one. We'll look at several verses here beginning in verse 20. Uh, I'm going to read it to you first from the New King James and then guys, we'll look at it in that Amplified Classic again. But it says this in verse 20. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city. You notice. this She's not quiet. Well, the first thing to notice is that wisdom is a she. I, I feel like that's <laughs> you probably already knew it, but there's 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 a, a a sense that wisdom's trying to get your attention. That wisdom is not sitting in a dark, quiet corner somewhere. Wisdom is crying out. Wisdom is raising her voice. Wisdom is crying aloud. But well, notice again, wisdom calls aloud where? Outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. Look at this from the Amplified Bible. Put that up there for us. Verse 20, in the Amplified classic. I want you guys to see this. I think this makes good sense of where we find wisdom. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. She raises her voice, check this out, in the markets. What's the next one, go on. She cries at the head of the noisy intersections in the chief gathering places. Can I tell you what's so special about where wisdom is and why wisdom chose to cry out and speak in these places? You wanna know what's so special about these places? Nothing, there's nothing special about it. There's nothing sacred, there's nothing holy, It's in the street. She's, what did I say? In the markets, at the noisy intersections. Why is wisdom in these places? Why is the spirit of wisdom, the very wisdom of God, the wisdom that created the heavens and the earth, the wisdom that created this in such perfection that it was able to sustain life? Why is that wisdom hanging out in the street? Because you are because that's where you are every single day. I don't care if you're headed to school, if you're headed to work, wherever you're going to a meeting, to a luncheon, to an event, whatever it is, you're out there in the street. You're going this way. You're coming that way. And guess what? So is wisdom. So is wisdom on your way to work. Wisdom's out there. Let me say it again on your way to work. Wisdom's out there on your way to school. Wisdom is out there on your way to that meeting, on your way to that business luncheon, on your way to wherever it is you're going, wisdom is in the street crying out, lifting up her voice, raising her voice out loud. Do you notice it said wisdom is in the markets, not the market, the markets, plural. So it doesn't matter if you're in the supermarket or the stock market or whatever market you're in, wisdom's there. Wisdom is there. We found wisdom in the grocery store, I think, before. Don't eat that. (laughs) Don't buy that. Check that date. (laughs) This is all simple stuff, but that's where we're living life. That's where we are. Whatever market you are in, there's wisdom, but there's one of these places I want to draw your attention to. And I think this is what's going to carry us over the course of the next several months and into the new year and maybe beyond said that wisdom. It's not just in the streets, not just in the markets, but that wisdom is crying out in the noisy intersections. Intersections. Why intersections? Why is that where wisdom is found? Proverbs chapter eight, verse two, I think it is in the New Living Translation talks about how wisdom is standing on top of the hill, how she's beside the way at the crossroads where the paths meet. That's what an intersection is, isn't it? Where one road that's going that way intersects and meets up with another road that's going this way. Wisdom is standing there. Why? Because it's in an intersection that a choice must be made. It's in an intersection that you get to decide about what direction you're headed and whether you realize it or not, you and I are walking, driving, flying up to these intersections every day. I'm telling you every single day you're at another intersection in life. Now, some of them are, you know, just daily occurrings, daily things that happen. We used to talk to teenagers when she and I youth pastored together, we, this came up all the time with them talking to them about what we called the crossroads of spirit and flesh and how every single day you will step up to the crossroads and have an opportunity. Do I yield to my flesh or do I yield to my spirit? And how oftentimes It was somebody who grabbed you by the hand and brought you to the crossroads of spirit and flesh. You didn't even get there on your own through what something somebody said, the way somebody acted, their words, their attitude. All of a sudden you look up and you are at a crossroads, baby. Which way are we going? Is it spirit? Is it flesh? Well, guess what? Wisdom's standing there, crying out, raising her voice with the right directions. But it's not just spirit and flesh. It's every imaginable crossroads. It's the crossroads of truth and lies. Which way are you going? It's the crossroads of right and wrong. It's the crossroads of bad and good. It's the crossroads of death and life. Proverbs said that there's a way that seems right to a man, but who remembers what else is that? The end thereof is death.
2: Also in Proverbs 3, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding or this, is, this would be the opposite of the spiritual understanding that he's yeah, talking about in the Ephesians. And in all your ways, acknowledge him where at that intersection of those crossroads and he shall direct your path. Which way are you going to go? And uh, it's either your understanding or your mind, your natural thinking, your reasoning, or you're going to go with your heart and you're going to go with the spiritual understanding. And if you look throughout the book of Proverbs, It's one of the main themes,
1: the path. The path, the path. There's a way that seems right.
2: The path of the just. The path of the
1: just. It's like the shining shining sun. sun.
2: It's brighter, it's light, it's joy. The
1: psalmist talked about it. He said, Show me the path of life. So if you've got a path that leads to death and a path that leads to life, there's an intersection and you've arrived at it. And if you were just judging on street names, (laughs) I'd go with life. But that's why the scripture said, there's a way that seems right.
2: I, I had this come up in my heart for, and maybe this is just f- foreseen. you know, it's, it's so awesome how the spirit of God will lead you with the gifts in the gifts of the spirit operating. What is, what is one of the gifts of the spirit? A word of wisdom, wisdom, words of wisdom. And I think about, um, there's something the lord's taught me is in the mornings or whenever i'm starting my day to acknowledge him in everything i do okay so if i need to go shopping or i need to go get something for my kids or i need to go i go and i check in here before i just go to south lake or before i go to flower mound or whichever way i'm going to go i check in here first and i acknowledge him i check in here people think oh Really? You check on everything? I check on everything. I don't have time to waste. I don't want to be in the wrong place at the right time. I want to be in the right place. And I just had this come up my heart. Maybe this is a word of wisdom that we need to be doing that more. And if this could save someone's life in here, that's what I'm saying or someone that's watching for on television vision in the future, before you go out and just do what you need to do, you make sure that you acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He'll show you which which way to go, where to go shopping, what store to go. Man, I get good deals all the time. You wanna know why? I'm in the right place at the right time. I do. You, got, I mean, all my girls here can tell you my Nordstrom Rack deals and all the stuff I get. I, mean, I got a pair of $300 boots for a penny one time. Uh, hello? That's awesome, but why did I do that? The only reason that I got that deal that day is because I, I really did have a sense if you need to go get some shoes, go to Nordstrom wrap I checked inside first and I acknowledged the Lord. That seems silly and simple, but he cares. And he's in the middle of our everyday life. Like what you're saying? He is in the middle of our lives right here. He's right here. Wisdom is crying out to you. Go this way. Go this way. Don't go this way. There's a wreck down that road. I mean, it's amazing how ever-present Jesus is. And he has been made unto us wisdom.
0: Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to our podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more.